Well, hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 696. And I'd like to talk about integrity. We're going through some really tough times right now. And I think when you are faced with challenge, it can sometimes bring out the best in people. It can bring out the worst in people. But I think what I'm, I'm hearing about from different people and seeing um, around the place is that unfortunately there are a lot of unscrupulous people out there that are looking to uh, take advantage of people in an environment that is not, um, you know, not a great environment. So people trying to scam people, people trying to rip people, uh, rip people off. Like uh, my coach yesterday, I heard him talking about a Bitcoin uh, scam that people were using his name because he's into Bitcoin, but he doesn't uh, he doesn't push it on anyone. See, he says. Uh, rightly, he says you can either make a lot of money or you'll lose it all. Um, so he says it's not for most people. Uh, it's like if you're going to put in it, you've got to expect to lose it all. You might make a lot, but you've got to expect to lose it all. Um, so obviously it's probably there for the wealthy or you don't put much into it. Um, but people like that, and then I'm seeing amongst uh, you know some of the other uh, groups that I deal with are talking about how they're being hit up uh, for different scams from different, uh, you know, multi-level marketing uh, organisations, or pe- not the organisations themselves, but it's the people that are marketing these things to them. Anything from Tupperware to other supplements to, um, oh God knows what, oh, what else it is, jewellery and and um, sex parties and all that kind of stuff, and. I, I don't know. I, I think it's one of those things where, yes, there are a lot of people hurting out there, but I think to just blast everybody with, uh, you know, do you want to make some side income and this is how I'm doing it, then that's probably not going to, to work. Maybe it might for some, but it's certainly not my approach. And, uh, you know, it feels icky. When people do that, I mean, I've seen two, two examples in the last 24 hours, or maybe 36 hours, of people that have, like within these chat groups, uh, that uh, I, I don't mean like an online chat group, it's a private chat group uh, with uh, some of us, uh, of people how they're uh, posting uh, messages of how they've been hit up by these different people, etc. Uh, you read them and think, oh man, they're, yeah, they're just not good. They're just not good. And I think you've got to come back to uh, your, your ethics, your integrity, your value system, and think, well, do you know what? Just because things are tough, it doesn't mean that you need to lower your standards or stoop to another level or, or do something that you wouldn't be comfortable doing with your, say, grandmother or something like that. I mean, would you use that approach to, to sell to your grandmother or your children or, you know, I mean, I think that's got to be a good test, doesn't it? And maybe some people are, they just don't have, uh, you know, strong values in that area. And I know that I can be a bit rigid here and that can maybe work against me sometimes, but I can sleep at night.
because of the the way that I like to live my life and lead my outings. Now, um, for those of you that know right brain, left brain people, so I'm a, a very left brain thinker, uh, which you know is no surprise that I was an accountant and accountants think a certain way, and you know a lot of structure, um, formulas, right and wrong, that kind of stuff. Uh, not so much. Uh, airy fairy wishy-washy type thing it's like bang it's black and white here's a formula you get that answer you do it that way and you'll always get that approach and I guess I apply that approach to the way that I coach people as well to some extent obviously I do a lot of coaching around mindset and that's not black and white but again it's about coaching people around techniques that work universally worldwide and it's just about trying to get those breakthroughs that occur there to enable you to, uh, you know, to make the transformation for somebody in their mindset. And uh, a part of accounting is that you are one of the subjects to become a chartered accountant. The very last subject you do, I don't know whether it's still the same now, but it was when I went through, is called ethics. Now, ethics is an interesting word, isn't it? Because... A lot of people say, oh yeah, I'm ethical. They say, are you really? And you ask them a series of questions. like, oh, well, actually, you've just broken the law or either morally or whatever here or there. And so perhaps your ethics need a little bit of looking at. Now, some people may look at me and say the same things, but I would say uh, there's always two sides to every story and you can't believe everything that you hear. And so, for me, it's really, really important uh, to live with a strong level of integrity, uh, making sure that, well, for me, not, not taking money for the sake of money, it's, it's a case of doing the right thing. If I live by the principle, if, if you help others and if you're always doing the right thing, then all that goodness that you're, you perhaps want will come to you. But don't do it from the perspective of I'm going to do something so I get something. I do things because I love doing those things. And if something comes that way, then well, so be it. Now, that doesn't mean I just open up my doors every day and say, okay, whoever wants to come in, come in. There's a process for that. But... Um, you know, I don't just take any person because you, I believe in doing the right thing by everybody. And that comes down to honesty as well. It comes down to loyalty. I'm an extremely loyal person. And I, I think that if you're always doing the right thing, then you can sleep. You can sleep well at night. You don't have to worry about oh, what's going to come back to bite me because you're doing the right thing. And sometimes things don't go the right way, but if you're always living with a, a standard that you believe is high, then you know I say that's fantastic. Now, unfortunately, I've come across people in my life that I've trusted at different points and. They've been, I'll say, I'll say trusted. I'm not at different points because that implies trusted, then didn't trust, trust again, didn't trust. 
Uh, but you know, I've trusted the person. And then you find out that you know something or a series of things have happened that really surprise you. And you think, wow, I, I never would have thought that. But I would also say one other thing, and this comes from uh, my coach, and says, if you haven't heard it with your own ears or seen it with your own eyes, then don't take it as gospel. Okay? Because have you ever known of something to be distorted by the media? Have you ever heard something before that is never, uh, sorry, that has then turned out to be not true? And the answer to those questions is most likely yes. Uh, the media will make up stuff to get a good story. I mean, let's call it like it is. Uh, some media just make things up. I mean, we had a whole government, the United States government and presidency, that made up a cons- like a story so that they could go into like Afghanistan, Afghanistan, Iraq, to um, kill Obama bin Laden because of the chemicals of mass destruction that never actually existed. They didn't exist. And they've had people testify to say that, yeah, we made this up. We were told to come up with a story. So it happens. The point is, I guess, whether, whether you have a strong enough moral stance to say, well, when you're faced with those things, that you stand up and say, no, I, I won't do that. And I've had a number of instances in my life where I've said, well, you know what, that's just not right. Uh, some of them are personal. Uh, some of them have been on um, you know, previous jobs. Some of them have been in my existing business uh, where I say, you know what, that's just not, that doesn't feel right to me. And speaking up about it and saying, I'm, I'm not going to settle for that. And that can lead to uncomfortable discussions. It can lead to conflict. But here's the thing. You've only got one shot at life. And no one else has got the right to, you know, treat you poorly, make you feel bad, all that kind of stuff. And I say make you feel bad lightly because no one else can make you feel bad. That's what you're allowing it to do. But this is kind of what I'm talking about. Don't allow those things to take control of you because you are the one in control of you no one else you're the one in control and it's you that controls the communication that you have with yourself and this is where the it's the the greatest art in life where you can master the communication that you have with yourself because if you can communicate with yourself effectively constantly you can do anything and that is what i am conditioning myself to every day and am i would I say I'm a master at it? I don't know. I'd say I'm very good at it. I don't know that I'm a master yet because there are times when I, you know, I fall down and I think, hmm, I didn't do what I said I was going to do there or I didn't do it as well or, you know, something like that. Um, so I wouldn't say I'm a master at it. Uh, but I, I'm certainly uh, a hell of a lot better at it than I was Uh, many, many years ago. Why? Because I constantly practice it. If you want to get better at anything, you practice it. You've got to get better. And the only way you can do that is by practicing it and getting coaching so that the coach can point you in the right direction. And all of those 
those key fundamentals that are going to take you from where you are to where you want to be. Uh, so um, I think this is one of the one of the key things when you know you you feel uncomfortable. And you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes you feel it. I physically feel it in my heart. You know, like around my heart. I feel like, or in my tummy, and heading up into the heart, where it feels like, oh, that really didn't feel right. You know, for whatever reason, that you know that instant snap reaction that you feel in your tummy it's like oh that didn't feel right and why didn't it feel right well it's probably because of the the value and belief system that you have that says something here is not measuring up for instance i don't know say you just see somebody rob a bank you see them outside the bank five minutes later and they say can you look after all this money for me i'll be back in an hour and you're like, oh, that doesn't feel right to me. Um, that kind of feeling. Or when someone see, see some, um, sorry, says something to you that's really, really cutting, and you're like, oh, that was rude. That didn't feel right. That doesn't make me feel good. And so, one of the things that I have had to teach myself only through practice, and this this is really hard, making yourself really uncomfortable is facing conflict situations, having the discussions, and having the courage to say something when you really don't want to. Now, I'll tell you where the hardest part to do this is, and that is in your personal relationships, those intimate relationships, okay? And what normally happens is that we we don't say anything to our partner. Stuff will happen, it irritates you, I use myself as an example here. Um, so, um, Angela and I, uh, so my first, well, I say first wife, she's my only wife. Uh, my ex-wife, doesn't sound nice, does it? Uh, anyway, um, uh, we were together for 20 years. And when we first got together, I, like she was my second girlfriend. I had no idea what to do in relationships and communication and all that kind of stuff. I kind of thought, that, well, don't you just fall in love and, you know, the rest works itself out. Well, let me give you the tip if there's any youngies listening to this. No, that doesn't happen. You've got to work on it every single day. And it's tough. Some days are beautiful. Some days are horrible. Um, but you hope that most are beautiful. And what it used to happen with me is that if things were happening, either something that she said or things weren't going well for whatever reason because... Uh, you know, we were doing things that I didn't want to do or, you know, just something, then, you know, I'd get that feeling. I thought, well, but we're married and I just need to put up with it or, you know, this feeling will pass or whatever. And I wouldn't say anything. And then the thing had happened again, maybe uh, a, a day or two later or a week later or two weeks later. And I would just store these things up inside me. I would just hold on to them. And then what would happen is, say this one thing had happened again, or maybe it wasn't even as bad. Um, I don't know, let's use a, this isn't an example, but let, let me put this into context for you. Uh, let's just say that, um, I don't know, the, gee, I'm, I'm trying to think of something. 
and, and as I'm doing that, I'm having flashbacks to certain discussions that we had. Um, but maybe there's something around, uh, maybe you prepared the meals and the meals were taken for granted or they weren't appreciated or they were, sometimes they were criticised uh, or um, the way you did the washing wasn't right, the folding of the clothes uh, wasn't right or just certain cutting comments that might, might be made to you that you're like, oh, you just let those blow over and you don't say anything. And then you have a particular day where you've been stressed or been a particularly bad day for whatever reason and you're not in a completely good fun loving place and let's just say that the the toothpaste is left out it's squeezed in the you know the middle of the tube and the lid's not put back on and you say and it just pushes you over the edge you know it's just something stupid like that and you say, why do you always leave the toothpaste out? You always leave the toothpaste out. And you never put the lid back on. And while we're at it, you never thank me for making the meals or you know, doing this, this and this. You're never grateful for this, this and this. And it just explodes into something much bigger. And of course, the other person is like, what the hell? What's wrong with you? Because they haven't had an insight into your crazy brain. And you've never said anything. So how are they ever supposed to know? And you might say, well, they should just know. Well, yes, maybe, depending on what it is. Uh, maybe they should have a good idea that, you know what, you shouldn't be saying that because that's really rude. But this is where you have to have the courage, okay? And you set a standard that you want to live by. It's a bit like uh, you're out outside and you drop a piece of rubbish that you're holding, okay? And hopefully 99% of you or even 100% would bend down, pick it up even if the wind was blowing you'd run after it you'd pick it up and you'd go put it in a bin, right? This is the kind of the same thing as doing that inside your house okay? You drop something and you just leave it oh, somebody else will pick it up and then you just keep doing that imagine if you just keep doing that forever well, your house is going to be pretty dirty, isn't it? because you're always dropping stuff and it just accumulates. What do you do? Just push it to one side, the rats come in. Uh, you know, so you've got to have the courage to speak up. Now, it took me many, many years to be able to do that. And then when it comes to the situation, what often happens in relationships is that you get to the point where you say, you know what, I can't live with that anymore. I'm so sick of you leaving the toothpaste off. Uh, or out and you know, not putting your clothes away or not leaving the lid down or whatever. And I'm going to leave. But the problem with that is that you normally take that same version of you to another relationship and you relive the experience. It just uh, So you live in these five-year type cycles or maybe it's shorter than that. Because you haven't truly addressed what it, the issue is because I don't care what relationship it is, whether there's violence in it or whether there's just some animosity or you just don't get along, there's always two sides, okay? Now, I do not condone violence at all. It's wrong, and it doesn't have to be physical violence to be violence. I've been a first-hand, um, first-hand experience of that, and it's horrible, horrible, horrible. And, uh, but what I'm saying is that uh, even in those horrible relationships, there's a part of you that you haven't brought out 
uh, most likely. Like the, the courage to stand up, the courage to, um, you know, and not accept that standard of behaviour, whatever it is. Um, and this, this is just about a journey for people. I mean, I've had a journey, I'm still on a journey. Um, they're, they're very tough discussions to have, but they must be had. Just like tough discussions with your children, tough, tough discussions with colleagues at work, tough discussions with your bosses, all that kind of stuff. So that people know how you feel. And that's not about doing it arrogantly or anything you know, of that sort, but it is about having courage to stand up for who you are and your value and belief system so that uh, you can continue to grow and live in a happy place. Like for instance, uh, when I used to work as an auditor, one of our clients, I won't, I won't say who the client was, but one of the clients was a cigarette manufacturer. I would never go on that job uh, because I didn't believe in it. You know, like I'm not a smoker, I don't believe in the product and I would not want to go there. I make sure that the investments that I invest in, they are, you know, satisfying my ethos, my, uh, my mindset, my mantra around what, what I believe is right in this world, which means, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't invest in tobacco or alcohol companies or drug com- like drugs. Um, I, I wouldn't invest in fast food outlets um, because I, I don't believe in them. I would rather have an impact with those fast food chains to say, we've got to change fundamentally what you're doing here because you're killing people, uh, but I wouldn't do it otherwise. Uh, so um, they're, they're just important values for me. Other people say, I want to invest in uh, like an alcoholic company because I love their product. Uh, so, you know, it's horses for courses. Uh, but my point is that you wanted to match up with your, um, you know, your management system and your values and beliefs so that, uh, you know, you can function properly. And, and you know, to keep working on, on who you are, the strength of you, and to make sure that you are having courage in conversations uh, so that you don't just allow things to happen around you. Like if people want you to do things that aren't right, then you need to be saying that that's, that's not right. I'm not comfortable with that. And that takes courage and that can be harsh. And in some instances, that could be a career-limiting move. I mean, just look at, um, what is it, Harvey Weinstein and the, the number of actresses that have now come out and said that he uh, assaulted them. Uh, you know, all to get movie roles and that kind of stuff. So, you know, live by a high standard. Don't drop your standards to meet someone else's. Either bring their standard up to meet yours or you just move on and you associate with people that have high standards like you. So you have a great day wherever you are. Live with those high standards of integrity. So, so important. Have a great day and I will see you soon. Bye.